We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome back. I'm your host, Tamara Gady. Welcome to another episode. Uh, today, we're going to talk about building your business in a new market. But first, if you love like my content, you're really going to love my escort team. So let's have a talk about your title needs. I'm really excited to introduce our guests today. They are personal friends of mine, but also a powerhouse wife, husband and wife team in the real estate market. I have with me today Hans and Lindsay Strobel. They are realtors that have been in the business over a decade now, and they are with Compass in South, uh, in South Lake, Texas. They were relocating their business back in 2020, and I thought that it would be a good idea to have them on the show. There are a lot of people relocating to different markets, and if you're a realtor that is considering having to relocate to a different market, this is going to be a great show, and you're going to end up with a lot of value and takeaways from our conversation today. So welcome, Lindsay and Hans. I'm so glad to have you today. Thank you. Thank you. I was the first guest on your show. I know, right? So it's uh, long overdue that you are a guest on mine. So yes. thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you for having us. Um, I'm going to jump right in because we want to make sure that we're adding as much value and giving away a lot of content today. So let's talk about your move um, from, you moved from Frisco to South Lake. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like you moved different states, but it's still a very different market. Um, So how did you prepare to move your business from Frisco to South Lake? You know, we were talking about it and I think our our biggest thing is I feel like any good realtor would tell you, you have to know your market, where you live and where your clients live. And we were lucky enough to know ahead of time, a few months before we moved, that we were making the move. So we started studying the market over there. We set ourselves up on searches. So if a house came on the market or off the market, like we knew about it. And anytime we had a chance, we would like pop over there and check out neighborhoods and try to learn the street names and and the different, you know, areas and stuff like that. So really just like familiarizing ourselves with the market, the trends over there, what that looks like. And then also, I think, trying to learn who who's moving there, you know, like the actual clientele that's attracted to this market and, and why they're attracted to it was a huge was a huge thing for us, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was that was a big step. Um, it wasn't something that either one of us had really sold in before. Um, so it was it was kind of nice for us to, like she said, just jump in and really get to know the market, get comfortable with who was moving there, what the houses look like and, you know. Completely different world from Frisco. So, yeah, it was, it was a pretty big adjustment. It, it is a very different world from Frisco. And I want to kind of pick w- apart what you said a little bit. Because one thing that you have to know about places like South Lake or Rockwall, we talked about this mm-hmm. on our pre-podcast discussion, is these are kind of closed communities, meaning people in those communities like to work with people and do business with people that are in that community. Mm-hmm. So when you come into that market from a different one, you are reestablishing your business. And I, you know, we've had, there's been tons of conversations about, are you a DFW specialist? Are you a Frisco? Mm -hmm. Like putting, putting forth the effort to have, um, kind of your niche, um, be really well educated in your niche, figuring out where you are going to be a specialist and really diving into that market. Because I don't like it when realtors say, well, I work anywhere in DFW. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. that's cute, but you can't, okay? Because you don't know 
what the market's like. It's very different in Fort Worth versus South Lake versus Prosper versus Rockwall. Mm -hmm. Okay. And for you to say that you're a specialist, and I know people are going to boo me when they hear this, but <laughs> to say you're a DFW specialist is not a thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So when you go from one market like Frisco to South Lake, you really do have to sit there and pick apart the market and figure out what makes it tick. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think it's super smart what you said, and this is a golden nugget, everybody, to do your consumer research. Who's coming into the market? What are they looking for? What are their needs? What are the needs of the people that live in South Lake so that you can really educate yourself and be able to sell a buyer or sell an, a, a, a seller on the fact that you're an expert where you live? Mm -hmm. Okay. So do you want, do you have any more, anything further about how you can, how people could deep dive into identifying what makes a market special for a consumer or more about like how you really dove it? Cause South Lake is hard. Yeah. South yeah. Lake's hard. There's a realtors that have Very been there for special. doing it for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, so, I think one of the things that we looked at was, okay, what makes South Lake special? And everyone knows it's the schools. Um, there's a lot of town pride. And so sort of jumping into that, I'm literally wearing a dad of dragons bracelet. Of um, course you are. <laughs> <laughs> but jumping into that and then Lindsay got plugged into the schools and, and that environment really, really quickly. We've got three little ones. So um, she was able to just meet moms and things like that. But there's there's a certain amount of pride that's different from, you know, like a Frisco or, you know, some of these like mega suburbs, I guess, because South Lake is physically smaller too that you know the radius is, is sort of a small space so um plugging into that was was really important so uh, yeah any new agent or an agent that's making in their way into a new market you got to figure out sort of what makes that town tick um and then even you can break it down further what makes that neighborhood tick from there so um that was something that we definitely wanted to get plugged into yeah i mean even like like it made me think of uh we we went out and started meeting people in the neighborhood but um like, we did a lot of research on the history of South Lake. Okay. Like where did it come from? What has it been through? That kind of stuff. We looked at the politics in South Lake. We had the mayor on our podcast, which yes, was huge. Yes, I remember. Yep. We had more response from South Lake, you know, people that we didn't know yet than anything, any other podcast we had. But we had the chief of police on, too. So Head we football went, coach. Mm -hmm. you know, exactly. They love their football team out That's there. That's right. That's right. So getting just some of those, like, big players in the city was was a big deal. Getting our faces in the magazines out there, you know, our signs up just so that people could see our names and, you know, be familiar Start to establish that yeah. trust, right? A yeah. recognized brand in right. South Lake. You know, <laughs> I've said this five million times, and I'll say it five million more. <laughs> I wish I'd have bought land in South Lake before yes. I became South yes, Lake. Please. You know, yeah. and where's the next South Lake going to be so I, I can know. buy something there? I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And that wonderful. stuff is so hard to predict, but I think that one of the challenges that came from the 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 growth that the type of luxury growth that South Lake saw because it was farmland mm -hmm. you know for the longest time yeah. there wasn't 25 million dollar luxury homes in South Lake okay right. mm -hmm. so this is a more recent you know i don't know how old some of those houses are but i'm guessing 10 to 20 years development of South Lake i'm sure yeah. there was some intention behind of what they did as well to build right. it out to what it is but you know that's a very difficult community for a real estate agent to break into because everyone wanted to break into it mm -hmm. because of the price point of the houses and the luxury market that's there. Sure. Right. And I, you know, you and I have, we've had these conversations before about trying to establish relationships with builders and the challenges 
that you guys have had trying to get your foot in the door with some of the build because it is a custom build area yes. big time. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of taps into what my next question is. Why don't you guys talk about some of the challenges that you had trying to get your business up and running again in that area. But then I don't want to just talk about challenges, uh, what the challenge is, what the solution was. And then the next part of that, and we can postpone this, but it's going to be what are the positive things that you've seen as a result of trying to make in, break, break into the market. So let's start with the challenges and mm-hmm. then kind of what you came up with solutions to overcome some of the objections, some yeah. of the pushback that you got being new when yeah. people are so established there. Yeah. One of the things that, <clears throat> excuse me, that you touched on was working with builders and, and seeing that there was, there's not a lot of development because there's a finite amount of land, but there's, you know, we're starting to see some teardowns, things like that. And there are a few new neighborhoods that have popped up. It's so, funny because you see this mega mansion and then you see this uh-huh. right? non-mega <laughs> <Yeah>. mansion. <laughs> so the you know old, that's uh, leaving some. Uh-huh. As soon Park as those cities, people quit yeah. holding out, they sell. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Lindsay did a really good job of getting plugged in with the builders pretty quickly. And so we were taking them out to lunch and things like that and just meeting them, seeing what it was that, you know, they were looking to do with their business and what their business looked like because everyone likes working with brand new and shiny and mm-hmm. we're how, no different. So <laughs> How hard was it to get the meeting? The meetings weren't too bad, actually. We had pretty good response from the builders. They were happy to sit down with us. I think, and this feeds into challenges and kind of the solutions question. I know I'm jumping ahead, but... It's okay. No, we're talking about it. I mean, getting them in the seat was great, but then they were real honest with us. Like, well, you know, I went to high school with her. That's why she... You know what I mean? I've been working with her for 30 years, or she knows everybody here. And so that was a little bit harder. But one thing about that is that um, they're not reaching out to them anymore. And I think they appreciated us being like, Hey, we know you're a big deal here. We want to sit down with you. We want your advice. We value your advice, your opinion, you know, that kind of stuff. And I feel like they, because they've just had these long relationships, a lot of that is, you know, missing a little bit. So just giving them some extra attention and like kind of going the extra mile for the builders over there has, has done well for us. Okay. So that's a gold nugget. Everybody paying attention because People that are getting fed get lazy. Get lazy. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's right. We hear about it all the time with the title company that is owned by the builder or the lender that's mm-hmm. owned by the builder. Mm-hmm. It terrible experiences because they get fed business and they don't have to care because the business is going to keep coming. I'm not saying these people are being lazy, right. but they're not staying on top of their top clients. Okay? And there are tried and true ways to build any kind of a sales business. And it starts with consistency and Mm follow-up. And you've got to have your sphere set up to where you're not losing touch with people. Because, you know, I've noticed it before. I'll be honest. I've lost clients because I haven't paid attention enough attention to them. Sure. And so that to me, you know, you're still facing a big challenge. Because there is that I went to high school with this Mm -hmm. person relationship. Mm-hmm. But if you can chip away at them, it may not happen today. You have to, and that's the other thing is people just drop off. You know, you get tired of trying to chase somebody yeah. and you stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you stay consistent and, 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 and keep a pattern of consistency mm-hmm. and contact with people, they're going to throw you a bone at some point. Mm-hmm. And oh, that yeah. gives you the open door to kind of get that person out of the way. Exactly. 100%. And there's so, still a few we have in our pocket that we're like, we're just going to keep we're just gonna keep on coming for you well and that's it you know it's sales 101 where you basically say hey what what does this consumer need 
and how can I provide that? Mm -hmm. And that's something that we went to them specifically and said, hey, we'd love to do business with you. What is it that we can provide you? And they said, well, you know, we need lots or we need this. And, and, you know, they gave us a list and then we went to work and said, okay, how do we bring that to them? And so now we consistently send anytime we come across a lot or anything like that, we send it out to all of them. Like we're not playing favorites until we get one of you guys to, you know, kind of join our team too. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, but it's, it's been, it's been good and, and fruitful as far as just information on the neighborhoods you want to know who knows about a city go talk to who's building in that city because they know everything and i love what you're doing because the same thing i do how do we create a partnership that's a win-win partnership right Mm -hmm. how can i what is your pain point what are your challenges how can i help you solve those and if i do right will you give me the opportunity to work with you? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and sometimes I don't solve all their problems until they give me a contract. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I might solve one or two. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The rest in my pocket for later, yeah. you know, see what I can do. So, you know, you can't, you can't show them up. I'm not going to say that on the air. I was going to say a saying I say all the time, but I can't say that on there. You, you, just, you just can't give away the farm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So you've got to, you've got to give them enough to show them that you can give them value and you can solve problems yeah. that they have that other people aren't solving for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you keep doing that, stay in contact, you're going to win them over. So you guys came to me with the lot problem and I had some, I had a yeah. wholesaler working out there. I've mm-hmm. got one that is just bought, like all they are doing is lot farming. Yeah. I'm like, stop with the $50,000 lots <laughs> in Irving. <laughs> yeah. I was like, South Lake, there's no $50,000 lots well, in South Well, no, and, and, and I probably need to start reaching out to some more folks for you because I don't know how successful you have been. You brought up a valid point. There's only a certain amount of land mm-hmm. at South Lake. But you have Keller, Colleyville, you know, all the surrounding Roanoke, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trophy That's Club, right. all of that stuff yeah. is not far from South Lake. I know they're probably focused in South Lake, but we can probably do some other things to try to find some more oh, yeah. opportunity for, sure. for you guys. So I love what you, but getting back to your point, I love what you said about you're asking them how you can add value to them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And these other people are just relying on the long-term relationship. Right. So has it proved to give you some more opportunities or do you see opportunities coming because of what value you're providing to them? Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things that we did was there's a handful of new construction neighborhoods still left in South Lake. And so we did YouTube videos on each of them and got those out there. And we've actually gotten some response from perfect strangers who said, Hey, I saw this on YouTube. What do I do? And so now we're able to bring that buyer to that builder, and it's just like, whoa, magic. You know, it's, it's super cool. That <laughs> Wait a minute. So let's, hold on, hold on. Another girl, like, you did a video. That's correct. You did a video, <laughs> and you posted it on YouTube, mm-hmm. and you got some traction from it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Amazing. yeah, one of the things that we looked, and, yeah. and I would advise any new realtor, realtor shift in markets, um, is take a look and see what YouTube videos are out there about a specific market that Mm -hmm. you want to be in. And then, you know, uh, do it a little better. Yeah. Obviously (laughs) do it better if you can, or just rip it off. You know, there's no rules against that. So I plagiarize all the time. I have no original thought. I say that very loud and proud. (laughs) If you have a good idea, I'm going to take it. Uh Yeah. Yeah, Make it your own. Yeah. There's we did a lot of that. Nobody invented any ideas anymore. I don't think. I totally agree. But I think, you know, that's really where you guys are going to get set apart because I can't tell you how many of our clients will not do a video Mm -hmm. and they're scared 
Yeah. You know, and it's hard. I it mean, it's just hard. like public speaking. It's hard when you first start it. Mm-hmm. You, and it's worse than public speaking because you are recorded. So now you can watch yourself over and over again. Yes. And I hate my hair and I hate <laughs> how I sound. And I should have said this differently. So there's a lot of hesitation around yeah. doing video and doing content on social media platforms. Mm-hmm. But you guys are proof. And I have a lot of other clients that actually are doing it. It's proof that it works. Mm-hmm. And so I love how you, and there's a lot of ideas. I mean, you can Google realtors on YouTube and come up with tons of ideas for content. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, what is, (laughs) this would be funny. (laughs) It would just be a funny one. Like, what is, what is $400,000 get you in something? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Great video, guys. (laughs) But in in Roanoke, yeah. you know, you might be okay. But anyway, there's just tons of ideas that you, and I love that you, took vacant lots that builders have, right? They're owned by the builder Mm -hmm. and showcase them on YouTube. I'm assuming you tag the builder. Oh yeah. And Mm -hmm. or at least good for buyer side and builder side because builders, you know, notoriously, not all of them, some of them are wonderful, but notoriously they struggle with like that kind of stuff. Like they don't have time to be like heavy marketing, the YouTube videos, that kind of stuff. So we had some builders that we were doing, you know, their their properties, their lots, and they were actually taking our videos. And there's some that have art, like, YouTube videos on their website. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. It's so amazing. Right? And then we had we had one client, who They were relocation from another state. And they told us that when they first started looking for realtors, they would lay in bed at night and watch <laughs> our YouTube channel. We were like, right. I love it. I know. What? I was like, I'm That's obviously awesome. very famous. Uh, well, it doesn't hurt YouTube that circles. you look like Ken and Barbie, by the way. Okay. So. Um. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the hot realtors in South Lake. <laughs> and actually, they gave us a really good piece of feedback, that specific client, that said, um, one thing that I liked about your videos versus other people's videos is it wasn't just our faces. It wasn't just us talking about South Lake. We were actually going around and showing South Lake or, mm-hmm. you know, a specific market and saying, hey, this is what this market looks like. When you live here, you don't need to see my face. You need to see what I'm seeing out of right. my car every day. You know, like I'm going to show you what this town looks like. Yeah. And that was very conceptually pretty easy to do. So I was like, yeah. OK, that's that's really good feedback that they that's appreciated the fact that. Clients, yeah, cause, especially. It, it is crazy. I mean, these people are making these moves across the United States and have maybe never been to the market or maybe been there a couple of times. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm moving my entire family here. And there's a lot of anxiety. So any type of content that we can provide that just sort of creates a, mm-hmm. a you know, comfort with that. Yeah. Really Once helpful. you have a couple of those relocation clients, you start feeling kind of more of a responsibility because they're moving their lives and their families across the state because of what you told them and showed them. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes you want to step up your game and say like, here's, here's what life is really like here, which, you know what, that makes me think of another thing that we really had to do when we first moved over was we had to learn our um, competing areas. So if somebody is moving to South Lake, here's the reasons why, and what other markets are they looking at in DFW that kind of match those? So like the park cities, we're not specialists. In, he's done a lot in the park cities. But, you know, if you're coming here and you're looking at like South Lake, West Lake, you're also probably looking at Highland Park. Sure. You know, and so we need to be able to speak to that kind of stuff. So when we really dived in, dove into South Lake and learning that, we had to learn, you know, kind of all around us that matches that, you know, and then also what are we competing with? Like, 
are they going to want to go look at houses over here too? And what, what is the difference and being able to like showcase those kind of things. So really knowing your competition too, as far as markets. And I think that's life. a great idea. I think yeah. that's a great golden nugget because people say they have this idea in their head that they want to move it to this particular right. part, but they get here and they're like, well, wait a minute. I didn't mm-hmm. know about this, that, mm-hmm. and the other place. Right. Yeah. And so I think, you know, if someone's moving to South Lake, there's probably a price point mm-hmm. area. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you can pinpoint a price point area that yeah. they're looking at. Yeah. It's not like a five hundred dollars to $800,000 house, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's tons of markets that have those houses. Right. Mm-hmm. This is more of a specialty luxury market. And there's not, those aren't everywhere in DFW. Right. So it would be easy to zero in on some competing markets yeah. that would provide them with the same kind of living experience, Mm -hmm. but it may be a better area for them. Uh And that's why a lot of reload people come here and they get a temporary place to live for a year or two because Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't know. Right. And I'm, you know, my brain starts thinking about content because content comes so easily. Like once you start doing this stuff, content Uh starts to come so easily to you. Like, you know, highlight, there's some really great shopping in South Lake. Um, It's my favorite DSW is there because they have high end (laughs) shoes. See, you know, you. <laughs> like you could talk about that. <laughs> but then he, I think another great video for relocation clients would be partnering with some ancillary services that they would need once they get here. Mm-hmm. Lawn care, uh, financial planner, CPAs, mm-hmm. you know, all of those kind of people that would help support their household. Yeah. And do like, hey, this is who I recommend if you're going to move to South Lake, this is who you need to work oh. with kind of thing. Right. That's huge. That's mm-hmm. huge. When our When we have relocation clients come here you slowly start understanding the, the things they need. I mean, you have your normal list of like, sure. hey, you need your Internet, house. Internet, yeah, phone. All and, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like even just this morning, I had a client that we just moved to Frisco uh, recently and she's trying to get her toll tag. And she's like, do I need just Dallas North Tollway? Do I just, just like little things like uh-huh. that. Like how many tollways are here? How do I get everywhere? I'm like, you're going to need a toll tag. You will you need, need a toll, toll tag. tag. <laughs> It's little, it's everything. It's all the little tiny stuff that you don't think about, but you just start adding it to your list and it's just a value piece to them. I think it's great because they don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, Toltec, that's kind of, it seems so small, Yeah. but it's so huge all at the same time. Yeah. Right. Um, Because you, yes. You're going to need that Toltec, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there's just so many other things like, like we talked about shopping, but also things that you need to keep your life put together. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. She's asked me about, you know, you know, someone to help her clean her house. She's asked me about a hair person. It's all the things that are like real life stuff, right? Like I know if you need to have your room painted, I know where your electricity comes from. I know all of these things, but like, it's like the real life stuff they need too. you know? Well, and then you need to partner with, you know, if you're going to feature somebody on a relocation video, you need to partner with them and say, Hey, look, Mm-hmm. I'm going to feature on here, but we need to partner too. Any mm-hmm. leads that you get because of what we did, mm-hmm. I, I need you to help me as be successful mm-hmm. as well. Right. And, you know, we need to help each other with leads. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think you could partner um, with some pretty powerful people and highlight them on social media, give them an extra boost, but then they also need to pay it, pay it back too. Right. And create that partnership. Yeah. Sure. Skin in the game. Yeah. Everybody's right. got to have skin in the game. So did you, was there a pivotal point in the last two years where you guys started to see a change where you were really did break in? Have you seen it, seen an increase in your business? Have you, um, you know, we kind of talked about the people, you know, people being more receptive to sitting down and meeting with you. 
but what is the ROI? Like, have you seen a return on your investment in Salt Lake yet? And when was that pivotal point? Yeah, I mean, I would say it probably took a, a good year mm-hmm. um, just to get kind of plugged in. You know, some, some of these things are going to take time. You got to season a little bit and, you know, you can't just be knocking on doors and saying, hey, we're here and we're right. going to sell Work your with house us. now. We're the best. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know you. <laughs> you yeah. know? And the guy I know from high school is a realtor. He lives next door. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's taken a little time. But uh, like I said, one of, the, one of the big things that Lindsay's gotten really plugged into, she's a a PTA mom, PTO mom. Yes, I don't even know are. what that is. The t-shirt so. and everything. Yeah, yep. it's kind of a big deal. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it just you know. But we're starting to see other moms that they're like, oh, I'd rather work with you guys. Like I've hung out with you. Y'all yeah. are fun. Y'all are normal people. Like I don't want to mm-hmm. talk to sixty-five year old agent that knows the market, you know, or whatever. It's right. like I I know you guys. I like you guys. Know like trust all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're starting to see that fruition. We've got several people that were actively shopping with but uh we're just gonna need a little more inventory so yeah I, obviously we realized that the market constraints have been a big challenge luckily mm-hmm. we're starting to see some things mm-hmm. break loose a little bit more now but mm-hmm. you know it's okay to be raw and honest about this question because you know i've this is my third industry that i've been within real estate within dfw mm-hmm. and i know what it takes i know how long it's going to take it's i need you know, at least a year mm-hmm. for it to really be going, starting to starting to go. Right. And then it's going, my height is going to be at, at the three to four year mark. Yeah. It's going to take three to four years to get me to the top. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, and that's with a lot of grind mm-hmm. right. people. Nonstop. Okay. It's nonstop and you are grinding it out, head mm-hmm. down, working hard for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, to really establish yourself because you have to build trust. The first thing is people have to know that you're going to stay where you are, right? right? And that you can be, that they can trust that you're going to be there tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got to win over their, you know, business because they have longstanding relationships, right? And that takes time too. What we talked about consistency and mm-hmm. having a presence in the marketplace and those sorts of things for for them to start to say, oh, okay, well. Yeah. They're earning, they're doing what they need to do to earn my business. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, you guys, it was, it was 2020 when you moved out there, right? Mm-hmm. It was. <clears throat> right after COVID started. Mm-hmm. We, we <laughs> right. said, let's get married and move our business right. and our family all within about six months. That yeah. Was by the way, you had genius. the most amazing <laughs> wedding. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, so it's been a little over two years. You guys mm-hmm. are still in the building phase of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But, you know, you're doing the things, mm-hmm. right? And so we'll sit down in another two years and we'll have a very different conversation, Yeah, I think. So. Yeah. Which is, a, you know, that's a good point that you have to, you know, keep your head down, work hard. But at the same time, when you're in the building phase of a new market, you have to maintain your old business at the same time. So we still have to, you know, keep an eye on the markets that we serve. You know, our business is a, a big part of our business has always been referral based, which we love. But, you know, you have to maintain, like, I still have to watch what's going on in, in the Frisco area where we do a lot of business over there because you can't just, like, let go of what you've been serving this whole time and move in. So it's kind of a balance, too, for a while of the multiple markets while you're trying to, like, break into this new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a question that I had for you guys. Uh, what have you been doing? Are you still maintaining your book of business where you came from? Mm-hmm. Um, how is that going, juggling the building business that you're doing, the building a business that you're doing in South Lake mm-hmm. and kind of where the, where, where's the point in which 
and maybe you don't know the answer to this and that's fine to say, I don't, we don't know right now, but yeah. there may become a point in which you, you decide not to yeah. work with the Frisco market anymore. I don't know that that would necessarily be the case. They're not that far from each other, but yeah. so how are you keeping up with serving your Frisco business while you're building in Southlake? Yeah, it's kind of our, you know, standard follow-up that we do with every client when we help them buy or sell a house um, and just staying in touch, staying in front of them on social media, things like that. And so hopefully, you know, our first thought or their first thought whenever they're ready to buy or sell again is, oh, yeah, yeah, Hans and Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Or my neighbor's thinking about selling. And we, we've got, what, like three of those calls this week where it was <laughs> like, hey, FYI, my neighbor's thinking about selling. And I was like, all right, well, I'll be there in 10 minutes. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, But no, it's, it's kind of just staying in touch with everyone. And yeah, I mean, we're always going to want to take care of our clients mm-hmm. and especially the people that we've done business with in the past. Like that's mm-hmm. going to be really hard to just be like, yeah, sorry, we don't do Frisco anymore. You know, like, yeah, I know I it's kind of ridiculous to talk because South Lake and Frisco are not that far from right. each other. Right. But the conversation, and, and it is easier for you guys because your husband wife team, you're not an individual realtor trying to right. deal with all. I think the conversation would be different Mm-hmm. If it was just you, Lindsay, or just you, Hans, right? Mm-hmm. But you guys are able to tag team and work together, or people with teams are able to do the same thing. It would be a right. different conversation with an individual agent. Mm-hmm. Right. At some point, you know, when you're relocating, just in generally speaking, not specific to you guys, but when you're relocating to a different market, you do have to let go of. I have a realtor that moved down here from Oregon, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. And um, he's reestablishing his business here. So what, and he was a big listing agent up there and and has a team up there. So what he was doing, I guess, I didn't know there was an influx of people moving here from Oregon or Portland, but. (laughs) Got one of those right now, actually. But Mm -hmm. Portland more specifically, but um, I see his Facebook posts all the time where it's like sold this house here and they're in the plane emoji and then they're relocating to here. Mm -hmm. So he's doing a lot of buyers here. So we've had a lot of conversations I have with him about there's going to have to be a point and he, he's, he obviously knows this where he's going to have to just completely let go of that business there. Mm -hmm. But you have Mm -hmm. to build up a successful business where you are before you can, because you got to have, you got to pay the bills, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then nobody's issuing you a paycheck. So, um, and you have a family to support just like he does. So, um, I I think it's probably easier because there's two of you guys that can travel around and make yeah. sure that your clients are serviced. It makes yeah. it easy. I think eventually you would have to build a team, which is one of our goals, I think. In is it? Years. Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't yeah, know I that. Like I learned something new about you yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's our near five-year plan. I think a small team would serve us well just because we, we love our clients and we've had the best luck with clients. Like they're all wonderful and we love them all. And so I think it would be really hard for us to let go and, Maybe it, maybe it looks like a team for some people, or maybe it looks like a really good referral system, right? Like, I'll put my name on this person to help you, you know? But I can't imagine ever letting go completely of, you know, our clients or people that yeah. refer to us, you know? It's hard to think about when you're a sphere realtor, you know, mm-hmm. sphere-based realtor, mm-hmm. when you work completely off of your sphere, because if you trust somebody else, that's your name yes. on your business, right? Yes. And so I would, my reputation is everything. Without my reputation, I don't, I don't get to be Tamara Gady and title anymore. Right. So um, I, I understand the value of that. Um, I think yeah. it would be probably a better bet to just bring, you know, start your team. Yeah. Right. And so. then you can groom them the way that you want to and make sure that they're representing you the way that you would want to be represented. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, Quali- yeah. quality control. 
Hello, quality <laughs> control. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> But I think that, and, and look, you know, kudos to you guys for digging in and staying with what works for you as a sphere and a referral-based agent, because there's a lot of realtors that would move to a different market and it's like, oh my God, I got to start buying leads mm-hmm. and I got to, you know, I got to do all the shiny technology things to yeah. start to generate business change in this who, new market and change who you are. Mm-hmm. And it extends your build time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because you're not familiar with how to build a business using those tools. Yeah. And you're doing a lot of start and stop because you're trying things that may or may not work right away. And then you're going on to the next product and the Mm -hmm. next product. So sticking with what works, I think, is Mm -hmm. super important because you were successful here doing it. Yeah. Well, that would naturally make you think that you would be have the same success here doing it. It's just a matter of how much time is it going to take, yeah. right? Building your business. And I think that's great information for new agents. You know, when you start in this business, you get 5,000 things, you know, you have, you are, you are hemorrhaging money, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, yes. With nothing coming back in. Yeah. And so I think that in, you're getting thrown all of these tools and you need this product, you need that mm-hmm. product, you need to build business, you can get a lead here and you get a lead there. Mm-hmm. That's not, I don't advise people to do that. Mm-hmm. Stick with what works. Yeah. Stick with the tried and true ways of building a building a real estate business. When you get to a certain level and you have additional income for more marketing, sure, explore mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. things because a lot of that stuff works. Right. Um, yeah, I had a, a a friend of a friend reach out and he's a brand new agent and he basically just said, "Hey, what what do I do? You know, like right? <laughs> I don't know what to do. I have to do this many deals and this blah blah blah." And he's young guy, family, everything. And he just jumped ship from uh, oil and gas industry and decided to jump into real estate. And so it's like, okay, yeah, that's scary. I've been there. I did the exact same thing, you know, several years ago. And so um, I, I was like, I basically said, hey, do you, do you have something to write with in like 45 minutes? Because I'm about to talk your ear off uh-huh. on things that you can be doing. And it was crazy to me the number of things that I said, whether it was YouTube or, you know, I listed all the free things first. I'm like, if you're not doing all of these, then then start here. And then, yeah, you can look at if you want to buy leads or whatever, then once you get there, you can do that kind of stuff. But yeah, I was was like, there's absolutely something you can be doing every day. It kind of blew his mind. I was like, what brokerage are you with? But it's fine. Um, So yeah, it was. And then your response is, do you want to be on my team? Yeah, right. (laughs) I was like, I like your hustle already. So uh, if you, you yeah. know, I was like, go grab I'm some clients and you. come join the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it was, it was, there's, there's several things and this goes for a new agent or a new market that you can just jump right into. And it's not something that you have to, you know, um, I guess pay for or build up or, or anything like that. It's like, no, we, we didn't know South Lake as well as, you know, people that live there and the agents that have been there for 20 years. So it's like, all right, what do we do to level the playing field a little bit? And mm-hmm. so that's when we start in just heavy, heavy research and go after, um, like I said, all those types of free services, leads, you know, value that you can provide. And um, yeah, it's been good. You know, we're, we're starting to see it turn around a little bit mm-hmm. and it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's great. I love free things. I love yeah, talking I know, to right? agents about free things. <laughs> Because everybody thinks you have to spend money, a ton, a ton of money yeah. to yeah. generate business. And you have, you do have to spend a ton of money on your MLS dues and yes. your board right. <laughs> and all the other things, you know, your brokerage fees and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You don't have to spend a ton of money to build a real estate business. Right. So there's lots of free things in 
we talk, we, we've talked about, I've talked about them before on the podcast and we'll talk about them again, you know, open, mm-hmm. holding open houses for people mm-hmm. in your brokerage, right? That's yeah. a great place to start. Work place. in your sphere. Great mm-hmm. place to start. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of things. You know, we've got farming tools and door knocking mm-hmm. campaigns. And I don't mm-hmm. know that I would door knock in South Lake. You probably can't Ooh. get past the gate. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but partnering with local businesses and partnering with yeah. people that are established in the business that your clients will need for relocation services. Mm-hmm. All of those are golden nuggets, kids. We're giving away a lot of yeah. free information here today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing. Are there any last minute pieces of advice or words or wisdom, words of wisdom that you could give our audience before we wrap up? I would say one other thing um, is to reach out to your Tamras of the world. Um, yes. Because there's only one Tamra, by the way. <laughs> true, true. My bad. Uh, no, but that was something that was what five, six years ago now that w- we met, and you came to me and you said, "How can I add value to you?" Mm-hmm. And as a new real estate agent, you'll quickly learn that you're going to get blown up by lenders. You're going to get blown up by title, you know, all that. And so take the time to kind of get to know them and say, okay, do I like this person? Yes. All right. Let's see what we can do to mutually help each other out. And, you know, you guys get as much business as we can possibly give you because you first said, hey, what can I do for you? Mm -hmm. And so I would say, yeah, explore those vendor relationships of people that are already in the business, know this business and just say, what are you seeing other realtors do that works? Mm -hmm. Um, I I really like working with builders. How do I do that? You know, that, that type of thing is worth asking these people that have been doing it for a minute. And I I think, you know, again, thank you for being awesome several years ago and hooking us up with, with a direction on some of these things. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to sit down and have a convo again, a private one offline about where you guys are at. And, yeah. You know, because I know you're still looking for land lots. So let me, you know, there's things I can think of that we, that are in within my network. And that's how I add value is yeah. what mm-hmm. are your pain points? What are your challenges? How can I help you solve them? And I have a vast network of right. amazing individuals yeah. that think like I do. Mm-hmm. And we've been very successful and blessed to build successful partnerships and mm-hmm. friendships with people like you guys. So, yeah. Thanks for that. Anything yeah. you, any, anything else that we need to add before we wrap up? I, I mean, I think if I was going to say anything, it would be, um, also just being yourself, being like true to who you are. Like when we moved to South Lake, I think there was a big pull of like, well, do I need to be less real? And you know, if, you know, we, the way we run our business is very much just who we are. We're funny, we're silly, but going into like a luxury market, you're like, Ooh, do I need to wear more colors? Uh-huh. And like, Stand with my arms crossed. Keep you know. up with the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. Like how flashy do I yeah. need to be? Or yeah, but it's served us well to stay who we are. It's served us. I really love that. Well. Mm-hmm. I feel like people really appreciate it over there. Yeah, people yeah. do business with people they know, like, and trust. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys for being yeah. on the show today. Absolutely. I am thank such you. a fan of both of you. So. <laughs> Thank you for giving us all the good. We have got a lot of golden nuggets today. Yay, so yay. thank you for joining us on another episode. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. And if you like my content, you're going to love my escrow team. So let's have a conversation about your title needs. You guys make it a great day.